Yeah. So first 18 years of my life, I grew up on a ship. And what happened is I was lucky enough, me and my four brothers, we traveled obviously all over the world. My dad happened to be in the shipping business. He started as a cadet and worked his way to become a ship captain. One of the privileges of the ship captain is you get to travel and bring your family with you. Okay. And we, my mom and my dad at that time made a decision because my dad would go for nine months stints out and then come back for three months. Like it was a very different dynamics of life. Are you an overwhelmed SaaS founder ready to make the leap from leading a team to leading an organization? Join us each week as we refill your think tank with actionable tips and strategies from great business minds you know and those you don't know yet. This is SaaS Fuel with your host, five-time entrepreneur, SaaS founder, and globetrotting adventurer, Jeff Mays. Welcome back to the SaaS Fuel Podcast, where we know that we won't live forever, but do want to create something that outlives us and impacts the world. I'm your host, Jeff Maines. When you think about your SaaS business, where does impact rank? I have the privilege of coaching about 200 SaaS founders and entrepreneurs, and when I ask what drives them, I hear answers like profit, growth, freedom, team, clients. But you know what I hear more than anything else? It isn't being the next unicorn billionaire, although I don't think any of them would say no to that. But what I hear over and over again is impact. They say, I want to change the world or at least some part of the world. And I think that's an amazing goal. It's maybe a little bit sad, but TechCrunch isn't going to write articles about that. You won't hear about it when a company is acquired or raises a big capital around. It's one of those things that's underwater, often invisible. I think of it as the heart of the business and kind of like our physical hearts as people. You know, it's unseen by most, but no less vital. If that doesn't work, then nothing happens, right? And I really appreciate that. And it's an honor to understand and experience the true drivers behind some exceptionally awesome businesses. You know, business and especially SaaS has the ability to transform. Technology changes our lives. It makes the impossible our new normal. And it happened so unbelievably fast. So thank you for being part of the revolution and putting yourself out there to change the world and impact an industry, a country, a community, and a process for good. You know, being an entrepreneur is hard for lots of reasons. And one is that it is a constant emotional roller coaster. When things are hard, remember your impact. As Simon Sinek says, start with why. Because when you know your why and the impact that you want to make, it makes those hard times more bearable and the good times a really exhilarating ride because you see the difference that you're making. So keep moving forward, ride that roller coaster, embrace the suck when it does, and create that impact. There is an entire community cheering you on. Well, in last week's episode, we talked with JD, Joshua Drake, founder and president of Command Prompt and host of the podcast, More Than a Refresh. JD brought a fresher, or I might say a refreshing perspective on entrepreneurship and living outside corporate constraints. Freedom is one of those things that most entrepreneurs want and one of the most elusive things to capture. JD brought solid insights and models entrepreneurial freedom all day, every day. 
So if you missed it, go back and give it a listen. There's some real gold in there. My guest this week is Art Shake, founder and CEO of Circle It. So think about like a calendar. You circle the date, circle it. If you look him up on LinkedIn, it says he is the crazy one that will change the world. And I absolutely love that. And he's doing that right now. Art is using 20 years of experience building teams and maintaining strategic relationships to impact millions today. And I really expect that that will be billions tomorrow. He's created an amazing business over the last few years, making technology that sends messages in the future. And that's done while you're here and can do it long after you're gone as well. I'm now a user and got other family members signed up as well. So let's give it up for Circle It's fearless leader, the man behind the idea, and someone whose impact is changing the world, Art Shake. Well, hey, Art, welcome to SAS Fuel. Jeff, happy to be here. Well, I love the concept of Circle It. So tell me a little bit about your background and how you came up with the idea. So I, Art Shake, I'm founder and CEO of Circle It. Circle It started with as a personal mission first. So many years ago, almost a decade ago, one day I remember getting a letter from my father. Okay. And in that he poured a lot of advice that he wanted to pass on. He gave it to me. He wrote a letter to my brothers and so on. In each one, he there's different aspect what he wanted to talk to us about. At that particular time, just like any letter you'll get from your family, you read it and all. And then this was, he was pouring things and giving you fatherly advice and things like that. Later on came a shoebox, which had videos, DVDs, DVDs really, and in CD-ROM format. A lot of people nowadays don't even know what those were, but yeah, I got those and they were closely filled out through every aspect of this is the video of your brother, that first time him walking, or this is you guys traveling to this country. There's all these pictures and everything that he had, videos that he had taken. So he had curated all that and given it to me. It's like, when your nephews and nieces are older, I want you to show it to them and teach them about family history. So that's not when the circle it really started. So I took all that. And year after that, in 2012, my dad passed away, unfortunately. And then I was tasked to deliver a lot of those things to my nephews and nieces. And over time, as I kept doing those things, I realized how difficult that task is when the family spread around the world and all. And the idea was like, what if I can actually build a technology where anyone can do this directly and send those messages to loved ones and be able to share pictures, videos, and those things even long after they are gone. So that really was the light bulb moment where Circular started off from that particular idea. What if I can solve this problem everyone will have because when somebody who is terminally ill or or passes they have to rely on other people to do things on their behalf and i looked at it and i said technology can do that better and securely and privately and in a much more smart manner than traditionally passing out cd-roms and all that type of stuff that makes a lot of sense did you always want to be an entrepreneur is that how you started out or How did this come about? I was looking at retiring in about five to eight years from (laughs) now. And that was six years ago. (laughs) No, I had a very interesting full career there. I learned a lot working for many tech companies. I worked for a very big 
data company called Dun and Bradstreet, and I worked in the Microsoft ecosystem for a couple of years. Then I worked for a SaaS company called Salesforce.com. So, oh, that little company. Yes, that little company <laughs> that Mark Benioff <laughs> built. So it was never, ever about trying to be an entrepreneur and stuff. I In software sales, I had done very well. So I call myself an accidental founder. Circumstances led me to build something because I saw in this world of now, 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 everyone was focused on how you can get on Instagram and show your purse and show your bag and sling a product and all that. There was not a place for families to be for a long term so that not only you are there, you have left things, so your future generations coming for that, and it's not going to be on TikTok, and it's not going to be on all these temporary tools that is out there. So I wanted to build something that was more permanent, where families across the globe are going to come in to learn things about their family members. So accidental founder, by all means, never, ever actually thought about it. Even when my father had left the things and I was delivering and years later in 2016, I had that light bulb moment of, I want to do this. I had put this idea aside for six months minimum. And during that time, the reason why I didn't make the move anything, because I wanted to think through how, how drastically this will change my life. So I had a forward vision of seeing other founders build companies on how difficult that is. I wanted to take time to decide that, am I really committed to this cause? And that after six months, the part of me was like, nope, I need to do something about it. And that got me off my butt to do something about it as well. So, and six years later, I'm still, That's I'm fantastic. Here. That's good. And it's become a lot more than just a business that there's a mission behind it. And I think that's really unique in not only the SaaS space, but in the business world is that it's really a mission-driven company. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, see, the thing is our technology is solving a very unique problem that the world is not addressing because what happens is people that pass, they don't make money for these businesses, right? So there is no advantage for them to do anything for them. And that is right. where I wouldn't do this if had my father not done the things and passed up and that got me really aware of that so i just know the painful part is in the last few years if you think about covid and everything we all have lost loved ones so the pain of losing a loved one is one but then what happens is what people don't understand we have unbelievable history there were so many questions i had that i wanted to ask my father one day right just stupid, foolish me, just waited longer, right? Didn't get that time. Life just didn't give you that time. So that pain that I suffered through and losing family history when my aunt passed away, father passed away, uncle passed away, all that knowledge is going. So I sped up my development because I'm like, people are running out of time, right? Daily, okay? So how do we build this fast enough to put this in the hands of the people so they can curate their family history while it's fresh in their brain? That makes a lot of sense in leaving a legacy. And, and you talk about it as leaving a message for the future. So it's not just now, but it could be generations from now. Yes, absolutely. I mean, a great example of what people are able to do within our technology is like, seems simple, but it's actually not, is to be able to send a message to their daughter or a son or a grandchild and say, this needs to be delivered to them when they get married. Now, imagine if your grandkid or a son is three, four, five years old, Right. Wedding can happen at 21, 30, 40, whatnot. 
Could be a while. Yeah, could be a while, right? So if a person who is terminally ill or knows that something life is short and tomorrow is not guaranteed, they're doing that. And we take guarantee of delivering that even if it is 30 years from now. Our company's its core business is anything you want to be able to be delivered to your loved one now or in the future, this technology you're going to trust. At a specific date or is it flexible? I mean, you say like a marriage 20, 30 years down the road, is it based on particular dates or events or how does it work? Absolutely. Great question. What happens is if you can think of your of a person life in milestones, right? We have different milestones we'll go through and there are these different holidays and occasion that we are very familiar with. So Christmas or if you are Muslim, you have Eid or Hanukkah. There's all these different occasions where family members wants to be there. So if you want to sure. be there on a Easter 2030, you can give it to Circle. It will deliver it. But if you want to be there on a wedding or a graduation or a birth of a child, all these milestones, right, that will happen only in the future, you can do it for both. We guarantee it in both cases. Wow. Well, in thinking about the solution and your ideal clients, and if you're talking about somebody that's terminally ill or, I mean, all of us, I mean, every single day, we're, we're one day closer to whatever that last day is. But if you're talking about somebody who's terminally ill, how do you monetize that? If your clients are not going to be here a year from now, how do you make money? Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of a tough one, right? Yeah. Building this company, monetization was not, or making money was not at the core of it. Okay. I know long term to be able to do this, you have to generate money in order to pay for storage and everything. Sure. So our technology from everything that I just talked about for you to be able to do is free and will continue to be free. Okay. So this technology is not trying to capitalize on this, what this problem that we have been able to discover, right? So the idea is for you to be able to do that. In our technology, if you are able to send gifts to your kids, right? So there is tons of stories. If you can just Google or go to circular.com on our blog, you'll see husbands that were passing away from cancer. They knew they were going away. So they wanted to deliver flowers to their wife on every Valentine day. So all that flower the delivery that they schedule for five years or 10 years generates a small commission for Circular. That is enough for us to run this business and continue to provide this technology for free. We don't sell your data and we show you no ads. So we kind of built a very stripped down version of what the social media, which is all about turning us into a product and selling everything about us right. into something that is more personal in nature. And that's one place where you can go and be a family. I think that's amazing. You're not selling data and that's a core value that you have. You're not doing that, which is everybody else sells data. So you're not doing that. You're not showing ads, which again, that's how a lot of other platforms make money and it's still free. So you're not charging the, the person who's making them. You're not charging the family to hold on to that history. All of that is at no cost. It's preservation. We will store my data cost in the future will be in millions of dollars. Okay. Sure. Because there is so much. See, what happens is in this fickle world we live in, until our credit card works, everyone is willing to do business with us, right? Nobody wants to do it when those things aren't working. So you have your iCloud, you have your, if you have an Android user, you have Google storage of all those pictures and everything there. I was faced by this when dad passed away, 
we couldn't get access to even his drives like that, right? Wow. On Apple and also those things shut down. God knows how much of those content about him and pictures and all we have lost because of that. So that was the purpose is in your life, the things that are important, you want to pass down your generation, give it to circulate. This is where it will live on because it doesn't require a credit card. How many members do you currently have today? Yeah, we, two years ago, almost two years and maybe a few months, May of 2020 went live. First week, we're doing unbelievable. We had 50 users. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. First week. Yes, and that time, I'll tell you for a second, I'm like, oh, I guess it doesn't happen. Things don't really happen like how it shows on movies and all. You just build an app, roll it out, and all of a sudden, you have millions of customers on it now. So... After that, we started looking like, okay, so we need to get the word out. So we started helping get the word out, asking friends and family to share and all this. So then we started seeing a spike. We started seeing 50,000 came in. The next month, quarter million come in. So all together up till now, we have about 5.1 million people that have put this technology on their phones in across 175 countries. Wow, that is fantastic. 175 countries. Yeah, I have a funny story about that in 175 countries. Like a lot of us knows Montserrat as a Google font, as a font, right? We use right, it. Right. It's actually a country. It is. <laughs> so because I get I always look at which countries our users are coming from and all. And I see that I'm like, is that an error? Whatnot? So I Googled and I'm like, oh my God, there is a country by the name Montserrat. So that type of stuff. But yes, we have seen countries and islands that I had never heard of. They have our technology. So it's kind of cool in that sense that just out of Chicago, a company that started true passion to make a difference is gaining acceptance globally. That is just fuel for a founder in that sense. And making a big difference all around the world. It's We do this thing five, 10 years, you're going to see on how we will help change the world in that sense. Because when you get these messages, and my family members have gotten, other love, other people have gotten, and they've told me that means everything to them. It's so personal in nature and be able to get that, something that your dad recorded for you when you were five years old, 30 years later on your wedding. There's nothing that you can, no card you can go buy that will replace that. Yeah, that's amazing. And you had a really interesting upbringing as well. <laughs> yes. Just the impact of the world. I mean, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so... First 18 years of my life, I grew up on a ship. And what happened is I was lucky enough, me and my four brothers, we traveled obviously all over the world. My dad happened to be in the shipping business. He started as a cadet and worked his way to become a ship captain. One of the privileges of the ship captain is you get to travel and bring your family with you. Okay. Wow. And we, my mom and my dad at that time made a decision because my dad would go for nine months stints out and then come back for three months. Like it was a very different dynamics of life. Sure. Dad gone for nine months and then comes for three months and then goes again for nine months. So just living four brothers living with dad away from dad was not a thing that my mom wanted. So we would travel with him. So he may be the ship may come to Dubai and pick us up from there and then we'll travel or we'll fly to Singapore and then travel all around wherever the route goes. So we spent six to nine months on the average a year on the ship. So we get to travel almost 140 countries. Wow. Yeah. So it's just we got to see 
people from every different culture. We got to see it's just like how we are different, but we are all have things in common. So it was good in that way. It changes uh, people that travel. It changes their perspective on how they look at the differences that on TVs and all we are like, there's so much hatred that goes around. And then you see like everyone's has the same battle. They are trying to provide for their kids and things and all. So it's world is not that bad as it looks like in that. So we got to see that. And then more importantly, we got to see on how loving all these cultures were. I mean, we would go to Europe, we go to China, all this. I mean, I'll tell you about China. First time we showed up in a city port called Sanya. And when we were walking on the street in the 80s, China was really closed down. Okay. So there were thousands of people. I have a picture of this, which I'm going to pull out from my mom's library of things, but show people one day. There were thousands of people that were following us because they had never seen people that didn't look like them. So ladies on the street would come and they'll touch my mom's earring because that was Every culture has different styles of jewelry and everything. They had never seen it. So we just got opened it. Eyes opened up not only to how people embraced us with love, but at the same time, how many didn't actually know they're actually people that exist that looks different. That's amazing. And now it's all come full circle. Yes. And you're impacting 175 countries. Yes. I want to get to 220. That is about how many countries are out there. But yeah, I've got 25, 50 more to go. That's great. We'll definitely work to get the word out. Thank you. And not only here, but everywhere else as well. Every bit helps. I mean, our technology is one of those things that once people know, they either want it or they don't, right? Like it's just, there's no middle ground. People that understand how this can, what they can do for their own loved one, not for me or for my dad or my family. No, it's about for you and your loved one. When they connect that dot, the light bulb moment comes in for them also because they understand how powerful that can be. Yes, yes. A lot of people do something similar, whether they use Google Docs or write things physically or that kind of thing or do cards for the future, but having it all in one place digitally. Can you also do physical things? Like, can you handwrite? Absolutely. So you just talked about Google Docs and all that, right? right. So I have a friend, Matt. And this is goes back many years ago when I was early on building the technology. He shared with me when he got diagnosed with cancer, he started keeping a Google Doc of all the advice. So one step back. So when he got diagnosed with cancer, at that time, he also found out that he was going to be a father. So oh, wow. it's one of those moments where you don't know if you should be sad or you should be really happy. Okay. So that need made him start keeping a Google Doc. Okay. And I'm talking to Matt. And years later, even after that, and I said, Matt, where is that Google Doc? And it took him five minutes to find it. Okay. (laughs) Because over years, things get buried. But he kept that doc and he had saved this so that when his son turns 18, if he never makes it there, the son will have all these advice. So those, what I've seen, a lot of people do this in manual ways. I have a friend who writes a note to her kids every single night takes a picture and then sends it to an email inbox that they will access when they're grown. Okay. So there is all these manual ways to do things that are out there, but nothing that can guarantee things because it can happen. You can lose your password, all that type of stuff that can happen. 
here with Circulate. If you don't have access, you can call us. We have all the validation questions already pre-designed. We'll validate and we'll give you access to things that is supposed to be for you. So we pull those things until we have the kid that grows up who needs to get those things. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to ask Art about the future of the company and also additional things that they're doing to help the community after this. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Champion Leadership Group. Get free growth tools and map out a growth plan to scale your SaaS beyond 10 million. Travel with fellow SaaS entrepreneurs on your growth journey using a proven methodology that is mentor-guided, results-focused, and peer-supported. Celebrate wins and quickly rebound from setbacks to achieve profitable growth, impact, and freedom. Unleash your SaaS growth at championleadership.com. Welcome back to SaaS Fuel. My guest today is Art Shake, founder and CEO of Circleit. And Art, tell me a little bit about the future of the technology. Where is this going? We know where it is today. What is it going to grow into? Yeah. So our evolution of Circleit ultimately, right now, you're able to send cards and gifts to loved one to any future date or future milestone. Step one of our evolution. In this whole scheme of things, there are problems that people will run into, right? So we are building a circulate for kids. So circulate for kids is very unique because when your kids are young, they don't have a phone, they don't have an email, right? So how parents can actually set up the account for the kids, which ultimately will become a real account once they grow up. Right? Ah, nice. So then what we saw people doing is once a mom is able to create an account for a child, she gives first access to her parents and her in-laws. So those people can start creating cards for them. Right. So over years, over 10, 15 years, this account sits like this as a child account that is not active. It stays dormant, but loved one are creating cards that are all being put into this. And when the kid is of an wow. age, then they start in the sequence that it's supposed to be delivered. So we don't just drop 200 of those messages in a day one, right? So <laughs> right. if something is for wedding, something is for 28th birthday, something for 38th birthday, birth of a child, all those milestones, it gets delivered on that schedule. So that is one thing that our users wanted because younger kids, how are they able to create cards for them? So that is one evolution in beta testing. And now we are going to be rolling out in the marketplace. And then obviously what we have rolled out is this thing called what we call smart cards. And these smart cards refers back to what you were asking about milestones and all. So there's about eight cards that are for the future milestones. So wedding, birth of a child, graduation, sweet 16, and all that. So those then don't require a date. So if the child is not even born, you can still do that for them and they will get that. So smart cards eliminates knowing future date. You don't have the concern. You give it to us. That's our promise to deliver. And that evolution is so important because so many people want to do things in the future. The future is uncertain. So you got to be there for the wedding day in order to be there to deliver your message. We don't ask for that. You give us, tell us who's getting married. And that's pretty much it. And then the responsibilities are. So the idea is peace of mind that somebody, a company and a service that you're going to do this will keep look after that and deliver. Obvious questions is you think about like Google Docs, what if it's not around in the future or like the email inbox I mean, loses the password? I mean, just in, in that example, how do we know Circle it is going to be around 
20, 30, 40 years from now? Yeah, absolutely. We are in this whole segment called death tech. Okay. Entire business is built around living this promise like an insurance company does. So we are growing much faster and then we are building other products that are going to do even more hi-fi things than cards. So one of the products that we are releasing in September is called Digital Will. Okay, Digitalwill.com is a law firm which ultimately will guarantee things, everything that you do in Circulate. They are going to make sure if there is some challenges with Circulate, God forbid, if there is ever, that all those things are lived up and executed. So that is how we have built it. I honestly can't tell you here. I'm going to be here 10 years from now, but I can guarantee you that is our entire business, uh, right? So when you have millions of customers who you are doing these things for, we have built the company in that manner to operate even long after I'm gone. So uh, That's great. Now, tell me a little bit more about Digital Will. I mean, how does that work? What is that coming out in September? Yeah, so what had happened is several years ago, I started building my own will, right? And I looked at, I live in Chicago. Laws in Chicago versus India are a lot different. So I went through the process. And what ends up happening in any time you create a will, it spits out a PDF document. Right. So if Anyone that has gone through a will will understand this. In your will, there is a section called digital assets okay, that everyone can fill out. But I can tell you from talking to hundreds of attorneys, people don't fill out. So in that, you will write down your Facebook password, account, all those things, line items, right? Okay. And then take a PDF and give it to the four executors that they hopefully they remember these things. So... To me, putting your passwords and all those things about very important digital assets, account, bank accounts and all and sitting in somebody's basement is a very it's a fraud waiting to happen. Okay. Sure. If it gets in the wrong hands. So digital will allows you to curate three things. So any wishes you have. So anything you want to communicate if you pass away tomorrow. Okay. What your funeral wishes are. Every aspect of those messages you can create today, tomorrow, or update that three years from now, and then tell us exactly who this needs to go to and Circulate will deliver those things. Because when somebody passes, trying to piece back all the accounts they have, all the login IDs, and all that is a living hell. Families are already grieving, and then they can get access to, because, I mean, as a head of household, I may have access to even my Xfinity account and uh, Wi-Fi and all those things that the family members don't really have to in order to do those things. So in Circulate, you're able to put your important accounts and how they can access those. So all that information. But the unique thing we do is we don't send that information out today. We store it safely, securely until the person that created that digital will is no longer alive, has passed And then this goes in motion. So we not only let you create your digital, we help on the execution side of things. So communication, routing of information. So if you, for example, named in my digital will, and I want you to delete my Facebook account, but do something to my Gmail, maybe on my bank account, I want you to do something. Now I can put those together. Rest of the people will not see that information because I want to partition it out. So it gives you control and flexibility on things versus writing it on a paper and leaving it somewhere because that can be destroyed, lost, or forgotten. Right. 
And as soon as you go change that social media password, now it's outdated. Now you got to go again, pay attorneys, get things stamped and all that. So we created a technology where you can do all your digital assets, your wishes, your important documents if you wanted to pass down. This is your birth certificate and all that type of stuff in one place that we guarantee for that delivery. And then ultimately you will be able to add your legal component. So if you live in Texas, by Texas laws, you can create your legal will component that is coming down the pipe. But first is digital part because this way 80, 90% of the people in the world are able to do these things. And quite frankly, every year about 80 to 85 million people pass away. Wow. So that many people and their family members are then tasked with trying to piece all this together. Just imagine, just look at how much of your digital existence exists. So think about, you have Netflix, you have all these accounts. If you pass away, they'll keep charging your account till your card. Forever, yes. So you lose a lot of money also, but then there are fraudsters who only target trying to get into accounts of people that have passed. Because happens a lot. Yeah. So this gives, this solve for that, basically. That's definitely a great solution. Thank you. So we'll definitely look at digitalwill.com and we'll make sure and link that in the show notes as well. So you can take a look at that. And of course, we'll link Circlet and, and everything else we've talked about. What role have mentors played in your success? A lot. A founder, being founder is a very lonely island you are in, right? Like it's just the battles that you go through, you know it and other founders know it. So very early on, I saw that when I spoke with other founders, there were a lot of commonality. They understood me better because they've gone through those three years, five years, 10 years ago in their life and all. So having a core group of folks and friends that have guided me. Otherwise, I honestly, I still say this. I was not capable of doing anything that I've been able to do unless I had that support group of people that encouraged me and not take me down because six years ago, some people were laughing. It's like, oh, you're going to build a technology. What, they have Facebook, they have this. And years later, now you look at it, people are leaving Facebook. So if next generation is leaving Facebook and you left all those things over there after you die, God knows what happens to that, that right? right? So the world has changed right in front of our eyes. But that really was the vision that all of these social tools are not, you can't really trust them, right? To able to deliver a promise around that. And that build a company whose literally business is delivering your most important messages to your loved one. That's great. What's a piece of advice that you would give to other tech founders in the SaaS space? <laughs> advice I would tell you is trust your instinct, number one. Very important because there is a lot, people will give you a lot of ideas. Not listen to the ideas, but do what is what your instinct tells you at. It's in the end, if that fails you, it is okay. Failing is just the first attempt in learning and you learn from it. But really keeping an open mind, listening to a lot of ideas and being able to talk about your ideas. I see early on founders are very quiet about the idea because they always worry about, oh, somebody can steal it. Trust me, they cannot steal it because nothing happens by just an idea. Ideas are dime a dozen. They are. Until actions are taken to actually turn that idea into a product, then turn it into a brand. It takes a lot of effort. Not everyone can wake up and have the same passion. If I didn't have the passion of building circulate because of my father, my own personal reason, I wouldn't be working as hard as we are working on my team wouldn't be working as hard. We are working towards this mission. So 
look at something that if you can solve a problem for the people and the world, if you have that idea, stay on it because it gets easier from that particular point. But you will have to go through a lot of trial and tribulation. But ultimately, the reward of that is humongous. Reward and by reward, I mean is not monetary. A very, very, I literally don't talk about money at all. But the reward to me is when I get a message from somebody that is terminally ill and knows he's going to go away, pass. And him asking me like, hey, can I trust Circular to deliver? And my at times get on the phone with them to make sure, yes, I'm sensitive to that. I'm like, I lost my father and that's why I built it. When they understand what we are doing, why we are doing, they trust this thing even more. So that type of reward, just being able to hear from people how a mom with cancer is doing this for her kids so her kids can have memories of her. Those things are, if that reward doesn't motivate you, nothing else will in this world. Right, right. That is fantastic. Well, how can people learn more about you and about Circle It and Digital Will online? Absolutely. We're very public. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, we are on Circle It or digitalwill.com. But at the same time, you can Google us or you can go to our website, which is circulate.com and digitalwill.com to be able to learn more about us. But more importantly, experience. If you download us from the App Store, Circle It, that's the fastest way to learn more about our product is to be able to have that on your phone and experience it for yourself. There will be a day in your life when you look at this technology and you'll have a greater appreciation of it. I just happens to go through some of those losses to actually understand how important this is. So hopefully the people that are listening will at least give this a shot. Absolutely. And we'll make sure and link all of those in the show notes and the link to the apps as well. Absolutely. Thank you. It's a great conversation, Art. Really enjoyed talking with you today. It pleasure has been mine. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you. All right. We're good. We spent 45 minutes already. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> it was great. How fast that felt like. I thought we were only on for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it goes quick. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. Thank you. I hope you got the stuff that you needed that can be that the audience is going to like if something needs to be re-recorded or something, you let me know. I'm happy to jump on a call again. No, I think we've got exactly what we need. The title of the episode will be a message to the future. Okay. And so I think that's just a great thing and love what you're building. Thank you. Thank you so much. When I talked to you last time, I know you feel the reason behind it and there is some connection that you have in your heart also. I think yes. that's ultimately what I want everyone to know. It's like, by downloading my technology and all, it's not going to cost you. So it's not like even slinging product. I just want millions of people and billions of people to have that. Like Wikipedia, right? Wikipedia raises money through donations and all, but you get what you need, right? We're going to give you what you need. How we pay for the rest of the stuff, we're going to continue to figure it out. And like that's where companies like digitalwill.com is so instrumental. Millions will have that. Average person spends in U.S., $1,500 or more on creating a will, okay? Every time they have to refresh, they have to pay the same amount of money, okay? Right. So our digitalwill.com product is going to do this thing at a nominal price that literally is a no-brainer for everyone. And we will keep building in that ecosystem. So like Digital Will, we just registered digitalobituary.com as well because the idea is like there are many sites out there that do this, you can put your obituary and all, but you have to pay 500 bucks for it. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, and 
it's only for a certain number of years because data and housing and storing on servers cost money. So they have to pass this on to you. So they've turned that into a business in that sense. What I'm saying is obituary. What if you don't have 500 bucks to do that? You deserve a right to actually have your generation know about you. And that's where digital obituary will come in. And we're going to make that free as a product. So part of our ways is there is one product where we will make money on like digital will 300 bucks, one time fee. Okay. Nothing compared to will already. Right. And then all these supplemental products that are for free circulators for free, your obituary is free. So you have all these things, but if you decide to do business with us in the, in the digital will side, we'll make money and that's enough to pay for everything else. That's great. And that's something that everybody should be doing anyway. You'll be surprised how many people don't because it's just, that is one of those taboo things where people don't want to think about it. So if you think about a lot of people, even they don't go and create even their will. 70% of people in America do not have a will. And if I can tell you, Michael Jackson died without a will. Prince died without a will. I can name you 20 other celebrities that died without a will. If you heard of Zappos, Zappos was the shoe company that Amazon, I believe, bought years later. Their CEO was a multimillionaire. He sold it for $6 billion or so, that company. He actually died without a will. So it's just like one of those things, for whatever reason, psychologically, we postpone as much as you want. And we're trying to make this thing so easy that we're saying, take the step now and continue to build on it. Don't wait because... Most people are not lucky that they'll get a text message saying, hey, you're going to die now, so prepare yourself. So it's just one of those things. That's why the messaging is so important because more people need to hear it. It's eventual. All of us at a certain point will go away. One website I'm going to leave you with because that website will open your eyes is called Worldometer. If you just Google Worldometer, okay, okay. I'll send you the link also. It has live stats. There's, it will tell you 7.9 billion people there. There's 300 kids born. There's 150,000 people died today. There is 5 million people passed away from cancer in the last six months. Like all this that, and you go like, oh my God, how fast this world is moving. Yes. You don't really realize it till you actually look at the data. So that site has been one of my favorite sites just to see like how fast this world is. When I started building, I think there was point. 3 billion people. Now we have 7.8 or 7.9 billion. We're going to go to 10 billion in the next 20 years. Wow. That's how much the world is increasing. So that's amazing. I'm glad to be on it. Anything I can do, I'll be grateful and we'll get in touch with Ori and all would love to send you our circulate sweatshirt and t-shirt like that. So as a small token of our appreciation for getting us on there and anything I can do for you in the future, if you need me ever on any of these things, you tell me I'm going to be on. One thing is the people that helped me out early on in my journey are the ones I keep it right here. I'll do whatever I can. That's great. And same here. Yeah, Like I said, really inspired by what you're doing. And I downloaded the app. My wife has it. Gave it to my mother-in-law, told my parents. I haven't, I've got to follow up with them and make sure they downloaded it. It's, uh, you're changing lives. One day, maybe we'll do a segment about as you guys experience the technology, right? How does that evolve your thinking? Who would you use it for? Maybe that is one conversation. By that time, I'll have more testimonials of people. I could put round table. Like there's things we can think about creatively if this shows continues to perform. That's great. Thank you so much. Very good. Thank you. It's good talking with you.
Thanks again to Art Shake for coming on the show and sharing your insights and resources. You can learn more about Circle It by going to circleit.com. See how it works. Grab the app, whether you're an Android or iOS person. And as a reminder, it is 100% free. As my friend Dean Jackson says, he'd say it's all cheese, no whiskers. It is fantastic. So go there, download it, use it. It is wonderful. It's, it really is. It's a great, great app. It'll change your life and your family too. As always, all links, highlights, resources, and full show notes are available at sassfuel.com. While you're there, please subscribe or follow us. And again, that is sassfuel.com. It's free too. And every time someone subscribes, a legacy application has a fatal error and can be replaced by your SaaS app. So go subscribe today. Well, join us next week for our conversation with Mike Red, Chief Marketing Officer of Koala.io. Koala is a customer success platform for SaaS businesses that is powered by intelligence mined from interactions between customers and frontline teams. Really, really cool stuff. We will tap into Mike's marketing genius, dig into his strategy and new business consulting work at Bain & Company, and much, much more. Check it out next week, and until we meet again, enjoy the journey.